This is short story long with Pui Baofor. Pui is an English-speaking coach who encourages her students to speak English with confidence. Do not be afraid of making mistakes and try to learn from those mistakes while speaking. This is a short story podcast that has been extended as the conversation goes on. It is raw. It is real. It is short story long. Hi everyone. This is the first time I'm recording this. This morning, I just had an idea of sharing stories from my own perspective and from my own experience, also with my students' experience and perspective on things. This podcast is actually about everything in life, the experience that my students and I had, and we would like to discuss and exchange and talk about it. So I think this podcast would benefit a lot of you who are trying to improve your English. Skills, listening and speaking—you can't just develop one skill at a time. You need to do at least two or three. You know, like when you want to practice listening, you have to practice speaking as well. Something like that. The whole idea of making this podcast is to show you that in order to have an English conversation, you don't have to be perfect. Your English doesn't have to be flawless. Be confident and dare to speak. I have turned a short story from my students into a long conversation. Give me some feedback and write me some comments if you enjoy it, or if there are any particular stories that you would like to hear from us and from my students. Feel free to let me know. In this episode, I have Fang with me. Fang is one of my students, and she is a PhD student in science. Right now, she is studying, and at the same time, she is also a business owner. Through this episode, we are going to hear about her road accident, her experience in Australia, and my experience in England, and both of our experience in Thailand. Tell me about your car crash accident first. Okay, at first, mm-hmm. I was driving mm-hmm. on the road and it's close to my hometown already. Okay, you were on the way. Yeah, I'm on the way. I would say they got the traffic light, mm-hmm. and then I'm the first car that I try to turn left. So. So you were already at the traffic light. Yeah, exactly. Stop, like the car I stopped. stopped. Okay. However, I don't know where the car come from. You get what I mean. Right, yeah. I try to stop it, and then uh, I slightly stop. Normally, when I stop, I stop into two steps. The first one, which is, uh, I'm not sure the car or the back behind me mm-hmm. can be stopped or not, and then I stop it, and then I let my car slightly move it, mm-hmm. move forward, and then I stop it again. Well, just to be clear, you were slowing down. Yeah, exactly. To the spot, to the to the junction. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you would. On like moving still, yeah, slower. But I think I would say stop, and then I try to move a little bit. Okay. I prefer that the car behind, behind. me cannot stop suddenly. Yeah, sometimes people do that. I do yeah. that as well. Yeah. So, and um, after I stop into two step, mm-hmm. the car crash. Behind you. Yes, exactly. Behind me, and then I don't know what happened. I try. I say okay, the car crash, and then uh-huh. I. Take off my uh, my car, 
you get out of your yeah. you got out of your car. I got out of from my car and then uh-huh. I tried to have a look what happened. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I tried to decide I have to get off or not, or could I stay in, in the car? Because I mean, yeah. So I looking just some out of myself. There got many people allow that, so I decided to get out. So was it in the middle of the night or during the day? Uh, I would say evening. In the evening, right? Because I was just thinking when that kind of situation happened to you or to me, I bet there are thousands of things that you were thinking like, is this an accident or is it someone yeah, trying yeah. to trick me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then what did you do? I get off and then I try to have a look on like it's just a little crash. Mm-hmm. It's not like a big car crash, oh. so and then just try to have a look who's driving at that time. So the person in the car behind they didn't come out. Or no, no. Really? No. And then when he saw me, that uh-huh. I got off. Yeah. And he got off, and I just asking, "Have you have the insurance or not?" And yeah. He has it, so everything is okay. Mm-hmm. And then we, and then we move our car. So you solved the case on the side of the road, not yeah. right at the junction. No, no. You didn't I... cause any traffic no, jam. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, I think it would take for ten minutes. Yeah. I mean, at the junction. Did you take and... pictures? Yeah, it took it. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happened after that? How long did it take to actually solve everything? One hour is waste my time a lot. So you had to wait for the insurance guy yeah, from exactly. your side and from his side. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and did he tell you what happened or not? Did he say it is his fault or? No, he didn't. Hit. He didn't tell me anything. But I think it might be because of him paying his fault. It happens all the time. Yeah. Like that, I actually witnessed a crash, and just because the car in front, uh, the driver was using a phone, and then the driver behind his car is also using a phone, mm. and I was on another lane. Watching right. the two cars, and then when the when the traffic light turned green, uh-huh. the car in front didn't move because he was still watching his phone. And then the car behind saw a green light without checking the car in front. He just jammed the accelerator, and then really? and I was like, "Oh my goodness! Like, did you not see that the car in front you haven't moved?" And that was just an accident when two cars were idle, like yeah. not moving. And I was like. I heard it. I mean, in Australia, they prohibit to use the phone during the during during the time that you're driving. Oh, it's a law here as well. You shouldn't use your phone when you're driving. Yeah, so yeah. but it's like really strict. Yeah, strict rule because, yeah. uh, I I think they got the camera the okay. the way that you're driving. But yeah. I mean, land on me in the spot mm-hmm. when you pay the phone, and then the camera can't see it. Yeah, because you the glow the, on the yeah. on the screen, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think it was the same in England as well. But in, I, I think everywhere in the world, it should be strict. There shouldn't be any leeway of oh, I was on a an important business. I was like, no, no excuses. Yeah. Yeah. So he didn't accept that it was his fault. Um, I don't think so. But I mean, uh, the insurance coming, so everything mm-hmm. is fixed. Mm-hmm. We don't know who are, but I think the car behind me is. Well, it must be his fault. Yeah, your car obviously wasn't reversing by by itself. Exactly. Right, because the the only thing that you could do is you're using the automatic car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so 
it would only go forward yeah. unless you put it on neutral. Yeah. It would like go move back if it is on a slope. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, sometimes people just don't don't say when it is their fault. Mm. They just like pretend. I don't know what happened, right? Yeah, exactly. Not what he said. Yes. Oh God. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So maybe it's my. I mean, it's lucky of me that I'm not hurt anything. That's true. Yeah. 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 Well, my mom always said. Um, she always says that when you have a tiny accident or when you get ill, just a little bit of illness, sometimes it 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 is something better than having something big or something serious. Yeah. You know, exactly. In Thai, we always say like, "Okay, how what woman been?" I think my mom always says that, so maybe it's a good thing that you had a tiny crash rather than a big accident. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but if you, I mean, I'm not sure I'm the person who has. I have a lot of deja vu. Somehow, deja vu. Yeah, deja vu. You have foreseen that before. I'm not sure, but during the time when I driving before the accident happened, you I were feel, driving and you yeah, had that image. Not image, but I feel something that I feel sometime before I got the accident because I have the car crash. Like, like you felt strange. Yeah, I felt strange that would it be happen or not? Because I'm thinking of the accident all the time when I driving. Yeah, yeah, we see potential risks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, when I drop, I close to my home, and then when I stop at the traffic light, at the car crash. But yeah. yeah, it's good that just a tiny accident. Mm-hmm. It's not like a big accident. Yeah, because sometimes when when normally when I drive and I had to stop at the at the light, I would look at the rear mirror, mm-hmm. and then I would see like, oh my god, the car behind is coming so fast, and don't you see it is red light, and it was like. This car is coming towards me really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that scared me as well. I have a question. What do you normally do at a traffic light? For example, when the timer start counting down like two hundred seconds and stuff like mm-hmm. that, do you put the gear on neutral or do you keep it on drive and pull the brake? Two hundred seconds. Mm-hmm. I mean less than one hundred seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I would say fifty seconds. Mm-hmm. More than fifty seconds. I will put into park, and then not not one minute, no fifty seconds. Yeah, 50 almost seconds. one minute. Okay. Yeah, okay. so fifty seconds, and then I just put it to park. But actually, just park, it, not neutral, and pull the handbrake. No, away. no, no. Park's better. I think park is better because every every view can be locked, and then right. it's having hole. Sometimes it, you don't you don't know because when your car try to balance themselves, you don't know that you are going there. On the top of the slope or not? Mm-hmm. If you put mm-hmm. hand and then you don't put the handbrake. Well, yeah. If you use the neutral, you have to pull the handbrake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But sometimes people forgot. So in my case, I forgot. So mm-hmm. I try to put park, mm-hmm. and when I put park, I feel that okay, my car is trying to move, and then I mm-hmm. try to uh, put the handbrake as well. Yeah, because sometimes when you're on a bank, mm-hmm. the the just the park itself doesn't really hold the wheels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, that's good stuff. So, did you tell your family about that? Yeah, I told them. And they say, how did they react? Especially your mom. Ah, uh, I didn't tell my mom. I tell my dad. That's what I would do. So, if yeah. I would, yeah, my dad says, okay, 
may, maybe you have to go. I uh, called my dad, mm-hmm. and my dad asked me, "Have you called me insurance or not?" And I said, "Yeah." yeah. So yeah. everything. Well, you fine. knew what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I was um once I was really like ill. I had a fever, and I was going out for food. So I decided to drive. I don't know why. My husband was sitting on the shotgun seat, and I was like, "I'll drive," you know. Mm-hmm. But I realized when I was driving, this one happened years ago. Um, my brain d- didn't really function like properly. Mm-hmm. You know, like you feel numb and your yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like all over the place, and you yeah. couldn't focus when you drive. I actually turned out of my alley, saw it right, mm-hmm. turn left. And I don't know how stupid I felt, and it was so stupid where I literally turn left and make the smallest turn ever, and my car is like seven seater. Yeah. I scratched a motorbike, and the scratch on my car was like longer than it was from the back of my car, long like. Down to the middle, the to the second door of the passenger door, and then to the front of Johnny's door. So it was like a long scratch, massive black line, and then that bike literally didn't move. So I was like, "Where did I scratch? Like, which mm. part of the motorbike that actually scratched my car?" So I got out of the car, and the motorbike owner was buying fried chicken. Mm-hmm. He was waiting in the queue, and I was like. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. I scratched your motorbike. I said I scratched your motorbike, but your motorbike didn't fall. So he was like, "Oh, okay." Then he looked at my car. I was like, "You've got a massive scratch there." Mm-hmm. I was like, "You know what I mean?" Like I actually damaged my own car. Yeah. His bike was fine. It's a very very old bike. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, I better go check then." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about my bike." I went to the restaurant with a scratch on the car, and I was crying. I couldn't eat at all. Oh, and I was like, I was ill, and I was like, why did I s- decided to drive? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so stupid, and I, then I realized like some people are very um negligent to like, oh, I'm, it's okay, I can drive. Mm-hmm. I had a few drinks, or I I don't feel hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. percent ready or not hundred percent healthy, and then they decided to drive. They don't know the consequences of what could have happened if mm-hmm. you know, like something happened like that. So I went back home. I called my dad. That was the first time my dad yelled at me on the phone. And he's like, "You were ill. Why did you drive?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah." But the end of the story, that scratch was a rubber scratch. Ah, uh, okay. So I was like crying and crying and crying, and my husband was like, "This is a weird scratch. You know, it doesn't look like it's a paint. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Coming off because my car is silver, so." It, there's no surface like um, damaged surface of the paint, so he's like using a cloth trying to rub it, yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. clean it, and he's like it's actually coming off. So it was the rubber from the handle. Oh, that's good on you. I know. So I was like, I was so lucky. Yeah. This could have been something else that would cost me over ten thousand baht to repair the whole paint of the car. Yeah. You know? So I was like, I would never drive that ill again. Mm. Yeah. I tried to award when I, I mean when I was like, I have to be more concentrated on the on the way that I driving mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you don't know how long. I mean you don't know what it's your efficiency on your body that can drive on the yeah. way or not. Yeah, yeah. It was um sometimes when we drive, especially in Thailand, you need to try to 
I don't know, play a role of yeah, yeah, exactly. a fortune teller. You need to read other people. Exactly. You need to be like, sometimes people changing lanes without indicating. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. So I was like, this person is going to change lanes. So, and then he changes the lane, and I was like, okay, so this is what you have to do: trying to predict other people's moves. And sometimes your ears had to work three times harder, like trying to listen to the motorbike, but you can't. Yeah, see. yeah, exactly. Right, and he was like, "Oh, there's a motorbike coming." I could hear the voice, but I don't know where it is. So I was just try to stay still uh-huh. on the road. So many things I had to consider, especially driving in Thailand, isn't it? Yes. But in yes. Australia, tell me about driving in Australia. It's more safer than Thailand, I would say, because in what way? In in terms of you get the license, I I cannot get the Australian license. So you had international license. Yes, exactly. Okay. So. But the side when we drive is the same as in Thailand. So on the left side. On oh the drive on the right yeah, side. Yeah, the right side. Using the left lane. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So actually, when you drive in Australia, you have to have. Uh, I mean, you have to fix on the road. For example, you have to drive in the speed limit. Even, oh, everybody should do that. Yeah. Everywhere in the world, not yeah. just in Australia. Okay. And what 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 did you do? What happened? And then I never get the, the I, a fine. A fine. Yeah. yeah. I never get the fine because I try to fix on the road. Yeah. After I come back to Thailand, mm-hmm. I mean, my girlfriend told me why to drive really slow, and then it's like, yeah, and then it's just like. Okay, I'm used to driving also like this. I have to take yeah. some time to to change myself when I drive in Thailand. Mm-hmm. So, but did you get frustrated when when you were driving right on the speed limit mm-hmm. and in the car in the next lane on the faster lane? They just seems like they don't care. They just go boom, passing you, or they don't do that in Australia. It did. But yeah, but don't you feel like oh my god, that's a speed limit? Don't you say yes? Yeah, I do that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like okay. This is over the speed limit, or not? And I have looked on my car. Mm-hmm. This is limit already. So, yeah. uh, what? Why did you do it? And the car. I mean, there there are a lot of camera on the way mm-hmm. on the road. You went in the tollway mm-hmm. because they try to limit yeah. the speed and try to avoid the accident. That's true. Yeah. Not in Thailand though. No. And when you turn, when you indicate when you want to change the lane, every people stop for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. they give like they give you the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is uh, different as well in England. You know, when you flash the high beam in Thailand, it's more like a warning. Basically, I'm coming. Do not come out. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Like or like do not move or like I'm coming. Like so, especially uh-huh. at the U-turn. Bit. Yeah, yeah. In England, it's different. When you give a high beam to someone, that means you allow that person. To go, to go, yeah. To give way, so you flash because you give them the way. Yeah, exactly. And I think my husband's do not used to that. But in Thailand, sometimes I start to flash when I give way as well. Mm-hmm. Especially like, well, I I don't do that on the actual like big roads, but just like sometimes at the, you know, the shopping malls mm-hmm. where we we let them out and they just don't know what to do because we're just in front of them and I just flash and. That car, like mm. kind of like know the sign to to go ahead, but um, it's just different culture and just I don't know which one is safer, but I think it's just different practices. I mean, in England, they know that 
when they not the main road, mm-hmm. they, they, ha- should, they, have, they have to stop. Yeah. But in Thailand, they don't know that. They don't. Well, they try not to generalize here, but like most people don't know that. Yes. Especially in the low, not local, in the rural area. Yeah. Area. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Because they they thought that okay, it's my it's my hotel. I can do everything. Yeah, some people, some people have that mentality of I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. You know, this is strange. I was in England. This is um like February, no, January this year. My husband and his family and I went on a holiday, and we were eating in a Thai restaurant. And this restaurant appeared to be just at the front of the street, like two, three two lanes, you know, road. We were eating, and then that street, there's no car parking. You can't pull over on the side yeah, of the road yeah, yeah, yeah. in England. You just can't. No, we can't. You can't do, like, two minutes parking. Do, do you have a sign or not? I mean, the sign. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. everybody knows the rules, okay? Yeah. And um, especially, like, there is a parking spot assigned for you. If you want to park, you go to the parking area. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And um, there is this one big van pull over in front of the restaurant. We were sitting at the window so we could see what happened. And who came out of the van were Thai Hi, people. Thai family. And I was like, this is embarrassing. Yes. I was, well, I was thinking like, you know, wherever you go, you should follow their rules, that you should learn their practices and you should know what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Especially what you can do at home, you might not be able to do somewhere else. Yeah. And then that van caused long traffic because it was just two lanes road. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that other car cannot take over. How about the police coming or not? Huh? The police. No, no, there was no police. So nobody nobody saw that. It was just me and the you know, like the rest yeah, of the yeah. family and I was like some people do not like um how to say respect. Yeah, they don't respect to the rules or yeah. the social practice or something like that. They just do whatever they want and I think sometimes it's not right. You know, like I do that, I pack on the side of the road. In Thailand, when I see other people's doing, yeah. and I think that is something that we learn from the society that oh, other people's parking on the side of the road, but that could be our culture because we eat like on the street, mm, yeah, a lot of street yeah, foods, yeah, exactly. and food straws and stuff like that. It might be okay in Thailand, but when you go somewhere else, you might you have to respect to yeah, you need to learn. yeah, yeah, because then I was like, it's not just about what I saw is not good. But it caused problems to other people. You know what I mean? And yeah. that was when I was thinking, oh, yeah, I should be more careful yeah. next time as well. When I was in Australia, when I was driving, mm-hmm. they have many signs that they can park. I mean, they got, I'm not sure in England or not, they got like one hour parking, two hours yeah. parking. Yeah. And then they got a limited time that you can park two hours or you can park forever. You mean on the side of the road? Yeah, exactly. For example, I would say it is rare in England uh, that you can park on the side of the road. Only for like, I would say, if you drop off someone mm-hmm. for like five seconds, but not, um, you know, like, to, not to create chaos, especially uh, when it's just one 
like a two way, two ways um, road. So I was thinking, can you really do that? No, because um, there would be an assigned like loading area. Ah, it's just only the loading area. Yeah. So if it is um, if it's like a two way road, right? Mm -hmm. And just like I don't know the proper name for that kind of road, but um, if for example, the shop owners want to mm -hmm. load their supplies and stuff like that. They would increase, like they would do an additional parking, like they would make a curb yeah, you know, yeah, for yeah. the loading trucks and stuff to park. But other people cannot do that. Yeah. Because in Australia, they have like 30 meter time, for example, mm -hmm. during the, the day, mm -hmm. they don't allow us to park. But the oh, night, okay. they, can, they allow us to park so they they're having a sign that, mm -hmm. okay, for, I would say, uh, slash, one slash 15, mm -hmm. and then P, yeah. is when they can park only 15 minutes. Oh. And uh, the limited time is 9 to 6 uh, in the evening. Mm -hmm. 9, mm -hmm. 9 in the morning, and you can park until 6 in the evening. Is it free parking? Yeah, it's a free parking. Right, in England, you cannot park for free. Oh, really? Rare. It is rare, and it it's there's not many. Well, there are not many free parking lots in England. Well, I'm not sure. I can't talk about like I can't talk for the whole of England, but I'm saying in the city I live, which is like Newcastle and Durham. Mm -hmm. From my experience, even if they allow you to park on the side of the road, you have to pay. That's a ticket machine on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. If you want to pull over and park there. All you have to do is to put coins in, mm. and then the more coins you put, the longer you can park. Yeah, yeah. That got the limit that time. Right? Yes, yes. Like um. Two hours. So four say hours. three. I think three or four hours max, especially in a shopping area. Yeah. But sometimes in smaller areas, I'm not sure if there's a. Even in the uh, shopping area, you have to pay for that. Yes. Wow. Yes, if you park at a shopping mall, we have to pay. It's Especially like in the city center, uh, but there is one which is called a metro center. We can park for free there because it is a massive outlet, like you know, area. Uh, it's like maybe hundreds of acres. I don't know how big it is, but you can park for free there. I imagine but, that many people chasing in the morning to try to get the car park. But it's massive. A little. They have like five parking buildings. You know, it. It is like. This shopping mall is not in the city center. It is like way outside the city mm. center. So maybe there's no problem then. You know, they can give free parking and people go there and spend the whole day during the weekend. Uh, yeah. like but a shopping mall inside a city, you have to pay. Oh. Except. Is it the same, same as mine? Yeah. Except, I think, except Sunday. It's one price. Mm. In England. Normally you have to pay per hour, right? Like yep. you, you put your um driving driving uh your car registration mm -hmm. plate, your car ID. You put your reg in the machine and then we we'll start counting the time then. Yeah. And when you get out of the shopping mall, you re enter your reg and your ticket. You scan uh, your ticket, they will tell you how much you have to pay. So sometimes seven pounds, sometimes uh, yeah, like yeah. five pounds. But on Sunday it's one price, so it's about three pounds. You can park all day. Oh, that's good. Just on Sunday. Yeah. And also there as well, when I have to park in uni, mm -hmm. we call uni. So they got different slot that I yeah. can park. So mm -hmm. two hours, four hours, and uh -huh. then I have to park indoor. The parking uh -huh. indoor is cost costly than 
than outside. Uh -huh. However, if you park for, I mean, you reach the limit mm -hmm. to change. You have to drive around and yeah. find another lot. Yeah, exactly. Or you can come back to the same lot. You can, you can come back. But you have to leave the lot. Yeah, exactly. Because they, there are the inspector. Yeah. Walk allow your parking. Mm -hmm. And you, the shake tickets don't. Yeah, they? exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was the same. But um, I think well, at uni it might be different. I I never drive in uni. I walked. So it's good on you because I have. If I don't drive, mm -hmm. I mean driving it took my my time for forty minutes to drive. I would say forty minutes to drive. Wow. Okay. If I don't use the toll, mm -hmm. I mean, I drive on the highway and then mm -hmm. go to uni, reach to the city. Mm -hmm. However, if I drive by toll, it might be taken twenty minutes to be there. Okay, right. Oh, you have to. Oh, because I remember your house is quite far from yeah. the university. Yeah, because I lived in a, a student dormitory, so I could walk. That's good on you. Yeah, but it was so funny though, but because sometimes you had an early class, you know, and I was like. Half awake, half asleep, and then I was like, "Which school I'm going to?" <laughs> because, because my school is like my my major is in communication and yeah. management. So the communication faculty is on the left hand side of my, from my dormitory. Business school is on the right hand side, and I was like, "And you are at the junction." Yeah, and I was like, "Which way should I turn today?" And then one day I went to the wrong building. I was already in class, and I was, I was in the wrong class, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm supposed to be in another building, and I'm already like ten minutes." And I was like, "What happened?" Because sometimes when you're half awake, you just this is awkward situation, Anna. I mean, if you walk out, well, it was awkward, but I didn't tell anybody. I was just like, "Oh, I just need to go to the toilet," and then grab everything and ran. And so I was like fifteen minutes late because in England, being late is. It's weird. You just feel so awkward to get into the class, and everybody looked at you, especially when the lecturer is like staring, like, "Why are you there?" Yeah, because they 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 wouldn't ask. They would just look at you and like until you grab your seat mm. and then proceed on the lecture. And I was like, "Oh my god, wrong building!" <laughs> but it was it was kind of funny. But I didn't have to drive. That I was so lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I had to take a train for. Forty-five minutes, walking mm -hmm. twenty minutes, and take a train for ten minutes. Wow, that's a mm, that's a long journey. I moved since I moved out of my student accommodation after the the contract finished. I had to find another place to live, and the place I I decided to go to it was quite far, but still in a walking distance. Oh, that's good. How long you have to walk? Um, forty minutes to to one hour. <gasps> Why do you not take a bus or any train? No, I don't know. I didn't want to. I didn't like to take a bus because I I'm so stupid with finding the right bus. Ah, okay. You know, and I couldn't risk I taking mean, a wrong bus. Yeah, I totally, so, totally understand. So I would walk every day from from my apartment to the school. Mm -hmm. But that was when my all all my coursework and everything are already done. I don't have to go to the school every day. Yeah. So I would only go there like once a week, you know, to go to the library or go to see my supervisor and stuff like that. So um, I had a walk for about yeah one hour. Mm. Yeah. That's good. But you know the temperature is cool, so you don't really feel. Yeah. Tired. 
Exactly. When they walk in the city, when the temperature was like 10 degrees or mm-hmm. lower than 10 degrees, mm-hmm. they feel more comfortable than to walk mm-hmm. around the city. Rather yeah. than take a tram and then they have to get off and then they have to get on yeah. again. Yeah. yeah, well, I think we already reached the time. Really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, it's been four minutes after half nine. Um, well, I was going to ask you about something about using plastic bags. Mm. Did you have, well... We have a problem. In Australia? Yes. So, before, during the time when they leave, mm-hmm. they use a plastic bag. But you can... They were still using it? Yes. Okay. Um, we can't get, we can't throw in the bin. Is it free? This is for free. The plastic bag, like... From, like, this... grocery stores? And stuff. Yeah, that plastic bag that we use for shopping mm-hmm. in the local market. Mm-hmm. But the quality is lower, so mm-hmm. I use that one to be, like, over for my bin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, it's increased a lot because... You shop yeah, yeah. every day, yeah. Not every day, I would say, like, every, every week. week. Mm-hmm. And then every week I have a big bag, like, yeah. a big bag, yeah. because I'm shopping only one day a week. Yeah. And we collect it. However, in the local market, I would say the local supermarket, mm-hmm. we call Cole and Uber. They have a big bin. Mm-hmm. And if you would you would like if you have a heaps of a plastic bag, you can throw it in the bin mm-hmm. and then they will recycle it. Alright. However, in that situation they cancel it because they don't provide you any plastic bag right now. So can you ask for it or can you pay for it? We have to pay for it. Yeah. I would say like fifty cents or maybe one dollar per mm-hmm. bag. Mm-hmm. If you if you would like to get a good quality bag, it's maybe one dollar. Yeah, I think in England it's the same. I think it's um it used when I was a, was a student then it was free, mm-hmm. and then after I graduated, like a year or two after, they started to charge. But it was like five pence. Ah. You know, for five pence, then people were like complaining and stuff like that. And then now it is increased to um, I think ten pence or fifteen pence. I'm not sure about the actual cost, but. I am right now in love with shopping without using plastic bags. I bring my own shopping bags. Yeah. You know why? Because I love buying bags. Ah. <laughs> Instead of paying five pence, I paid 500 baht for another bag. That was ridiculous, but yeah. Mm. I think it's not cause for the Aussie people because, mm-hmm. I mean, most of the concern about the environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I go along the beach, mm-hmm. everything is clean. Yeah. Because when they have the camping on the beach, they put the food in the alley that they allow us to put the food mm-hmm. on the beach. I think they just put like uh, the drink, not like a snack, mm-hmm. not like the actual food. Yeah. Because they try to avoid the environment problem. Well, that's right. Though I think that is when every country in the world should should try to aim for that yeah. to go plasticless one day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I, I couldn't imagine my life without plastic. Mm. You know, we use a lot of plastic. I feel guilty every time when I carry a plastic bag or using plastic straws. Mm. Yeah, but we we just can't stop using that yet until. I don't know if plastic manufacturer would go bankrupt or would run out of bis- would go out of business if they can make the plastic bag which is really easily to degrade. Like the compostable yeah. plastic. Have you seen the cement event bag? When you leave for like six months mm-hmm. and then when you get it again, it's slightly uh, teared down. I mean 
bragging and like become like crumble. Yeah, exactly. Not crumble Small like particles. Not I no? think they was cut into princess. They cut themselves into princess. Really? Yes. Because they try to decorate themselves. You know, I don't shop at Seven Eleven that often, and I didn't realize that. You can keep uh, just a little uh, bag for Seven Eleven, and if you keep in the drawer, yeah. After six months, you come back again. If you want to use that plastic bag, you cannot use this because it's breaking. But it, it, but it is still plastic particles. Yeah, exactly. What, what did they do with that? So they try to make a chemical which is can degrade by the air. For example, using the oxygen or the moisture in the air. So eventually, those particles, those little things, would basically disappear. Yes, not disappear. I mean, they try when they are uh, dumping on the ground. Mm -hmm. It's kind of great, and then they try to. Oh, right. well, that's a good idea then. Well, I would leave you with that, and then hopefully next time we can. Yeah, discuss. it's really hard to. <laughs> Deserve your time, working your time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, that's fine. That's why we can't, we can't talk all the way that. So that was my conversation with Fang. I hope you guys enjoyed it and see you in the next episode. <laughs>